Check, check, check. Hello. Welcome to the Uncle Kelvin Podcast, episode 22. Two, two. Episode 22. 22 in. All right. I am your host, Uncle Kelvin. Big Kel? Kel? Kelvin? Yeah. Yeah, all, all of the above. I'm, I am that. Thank you guys for tuning back in. Please remember to subscribe and keep listening and sharing and use the hashtag TUKP advice, please, so I can give you guys the necessary knowledge that you need to know. I told you, that's what we do here. We give knowledge and build and help you guys out to make yourselves better. All right. On this episode, we're going to deal with a little casino stories, which are going to have a little bits and pieces and plots and turns into my own personal experience of playing at the casino. Ah, ah. <laughs> yes. Then we'll have the ever so popular Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. Make sure you stay tuned for that. There's some good questions I heard. I'm going to get them right live off the news feed, and I'm going to give you this information live, unprepped. And please be sure to stay tuned to the end. We got something special at the end. Let's start it off. Casino stories. Well, uh, this past weekend, I went to a, uh, a new casino opened in the area. I'm not going to say their name because no, 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 no. they're not cutting me a check. So, hey, uh, so I decided or really a buddy of mine decided, hey, man, let's go to the casino. I haven't been there yet. It's been open now for a few months. I'm like, OK, I'll come check it out. First of all, never go to a casino with somebody that's cheap as fuck. This guy is cheap as hell. OK, only reason he was going because he had got like some free slot play, but he's super cheap. So. Already knew he had the stench and the stink of losingness on his whole vibe. So that was just bad mojo to go with somebody that cheap. But anyway, I go up there, you know, I take a couple bucks out of the ATM, go inside. I see a bunch of people that I know. You know what I mean? There's a thing called a casino gypsy where you just travel around from casino to casino to casino. It's a real crazy life, man. It's like... Like almost being like a, a carny, a carny. But people that do the traveling carnivals, it's like that. So they go to this casino, that casino. So I've seen a bunch of people that I know, a lot of people. Some it was good to see, you know. Some of them I'm like, ah, I didn't like you from years ago and I still don't like you. You know how you meet those people and they give you the fake eye. Hey, how's it going? I'm like, all right, how's it going? I'm like, I don't even talk like that. Get the fuck out of here. So I went there. I, I did a little gambling. I lost. You know what I mean? I'm not upset by losing. You know what I mean? You win and you lose. I lost. Had a couple of cocktails. It was a pretty decent time. Nothing bad. Nothing great. But a buddy of mine told me, he said, hey, man, somebody got stuck up at this one casino. I'm not going to say their name either. He said one of the uh, players had been stuck up or whatever. I guess he got robbed. I don't know. You might have got robbed by just voice like give me your money or he might have got robbed with a gun or a knife so i don't know i just know he got robbed so the player gets robbed and uh 
a uh, few people know about it. Everyone doesn't know about it. And some people that do know about it or didn't know about it, pretending like they didn't know about it because they didn't want to get everybody alarmed or things of that nature. See, this goes on in the casino quite often. They don't want to tell when somebody gets um, uh, their money taken other than by them. Like, it's okay for them to take your money. But if somebody from outside forces take your money, they don't want no one to know. And that always, because this has been going on for years. This is nothing new, nothing new. People, they got people that walks around through the casino and they look for people who are winning big and they'll go ahead, you know, and get somebody to follow them out to their car. Real shit like that. Real live shit goes on like that, but they don't never, you know, discuss it or whatever. You know, that's, that's, the, that's the crazy part about it. That's the crazy part about being in a casino and winning sometimes that you might have to use security or do it on the down low. You can't be too flamboyant unless you're Gucci Mane or the Migos. See, the Migos come and they gamble and they play, uh, the Migos plays craps. Is it all the Migos or is it just one Migo? I think it's a, it was a couple of the Migos. Maybe two Migos? I don't know, but when this, whenever this comes out, <laughs> whenever this comes out, guaranteed, I'm gonna find that footage of the Migos playing dice, I think it was. I'm, I'm gonna try to find that footage for you guys. But they can do that because they're with a group of guys and they can gamble big, but certain people can do it, certain people, you know what I mean? If you're looking like a target, you shouldn't be doing that type of stuff. You should go ahead, you know, and move quietly move quietly that's what you should do unsolicited advice on a few episodes ago i had spoke on baccarat you know that's the game that's closest to nine with the face card go back and listen to the to that episode i sort of explained how the game is played but at that time i said that the players which are mostly asian this is a fact not being racist just a fact uh they call out monkey, monkey, okay? Now, I was watching a program, and not to be racist, because it's not racist, uh, it was an Asian guy, and he was talking, he was instructing somebody on how to deal blackjack, and he was saying monkey, <laughs> which is normally done, like I said, because of that reason. And one of the uh, players or something asked him, and he said, well, uh, mostly Asians, when you hear them say monkey, it's because they can't pronounce monarchy. Boy, so he you said don't get they pronounce monkey. I don't know if that's true or not, because he pronounced monarchy pretty well. I don't know if that's fact. So if any of my Asian listeners are listening, please let me know, because this is not me saying it. I'll, I'll get the information of the guy that said this. It's not me saying it. It's just the he said it. I don't know. All right, everybody. This is the part of the show that everybody grow to love a lot. Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. All right. Remember to hashtag T-U-K-P advice. T-U-K-P advice. I know a lot of times I spell advice wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to do it again. I'm going to spell it correctly, though. 
So make sure you hashtag T-U-K-P-A-D-V-I-C-E. All right, all right, so here we go. Remember, these are fresh, hot off the press, haven't been looked at, haven't, they're just going to hand them to me, and I'm going to get to going. All right, here we go. Question one. This is from Sad Bet. Oh, Sad Bet. Should I go to the movies alone? Oh, he has, okay, he gets a little more in-depth. See, oh, here we go. I'm going to get real serious on this. I passed through an emotional breakthrough and went no contact with my ex some days ago, and I keep thinking on her. I want to go to watch Suicide Squad, but I don't feel the energy to invite someone. But I also feel scared of feeling depressed and anxious seeing other couples together or anything that reminds me of her. All right, here you go, sad bet. Spoiler alert. Go see the goddamn uh, 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 Suicide Squad by yourself, man. It's a real good movie. You ain't got to worry about being bringing no female with you. You know what I'm saying? Go see it. You're going to feel all right. You ain't going to. It's not like a. a, a a rom-com, you dig what I'm saying? This ain't no 16 candle. Go check this out. You'll be all right. Trust me. Trust me. Go check it out. You'll be all right. If, if you, matter of fact, if I was there with you, go ahead and buy yourself some popcorn on me. Somewhere getting back, get yourself some popcorn, buddy. You'll be all right. Make sure you do that. Uncle Kelvin, some solicited advice. All right, here we go. Question number two. Uh, this comes from Poplar Trey. Uh, hello from Seattle. Oh, there we go. We got a listener in Seattle. Shout out to Seattle. Shout out to his family. I'm a big hip hop fan, Filipino American. Oh, there you go. See, there we go. You got to ask answer that question from earlier. White passing, depending on whether I have a tan or not. What? Black hair, tall, more European features on face. I speak clear. I speak. Real clean English. Easy for me to say. <laughs> and only code switch to street vernacular if I'm comfortable with someone. Unfortunately, to do this around a corporate person who isn't into hip hop and think you are less intelligent. Okay, let me read that again. I speak real clean English, but and only switch to street vernacular Bruh. i don't i think i know what he mean by street vernacular and i don't know if i'm cool with you saying street vernacular or not you know what i'm saying so let me keep going let me keep going all right anyway i find whenever i wear a tribe called quest or outcast or wu-tang shirt i get suspicious or man responses from african-americans i get love from fellow filipino-americans that love hip hop like like that. I don't want to come across as a key and peel character. Drax and Sklounce. Alright, check this out, man. If you gotta be true to yourself, if you rock with them, you gotta rock with them. Now if somebody looking at you like like you a poser, you dig what I'm saying? Then that more than likely you probably a poser, fam. You dig? Now, I can understand if you're around your corporate environment and you don't want to be like, yeah, man, Wu-Tang niggas ain't nothing to fuck with. You diversify your bonds. You know what I mean? You can't be going around saying that and, and thinking that you're going to need an apple bomb. Hey, y'all. Uh, hey, uh. No, you ain't going to be doing none of that. You know what I'm saying? 
but you got to stay true to yourself. Obviously, you ain't true to yourself. Because you, if, if Wu-Tang ain't nothing, and protect your neck, you can't be care about now. somebody thinking you a poser. Because the inside, though, you feel as though that ain't you. You can sometimes, hold on, white passing depending on whether I have a tan or not. Hey, take off the shirts, man. Don't wear it. All right, here we go. Last question. Uncle Kelvin's unsolicited advice. Sure, oh, this comes from the ace. The ace. All right. Should I quit the sport that brought me so much happiness in the past? Please help. Okay, I'm here for you. I'm here for you, buddy. I'm a senior in high school and I played volleyball for two years. High school. I've always loved the sport because I love my team, my coach, and the sport itself. But this year, my coach has decided to make the season dreadful. It's all way too competitive. I just want to play the game and have fun. But all my team wants is to win at the cost of anything. It's a very toxic environment to me. I really feel bad. I really, no, I have really bad asthma. And every time I need to take a break between laps to catch my breath, my teammates roll their eyes and tell me I'm just out of shape. My mental and physical health is absolutely deteriorating. I'm currently trying to recover from an eating disorder. Of course, none of them know that. But it's getting way too hard to keep up. I love the sport, but the past few practices have been ruined by panic attacks. And that last half, that practice is more important. My coach told me last night I'm an MVP this year, so I should feel guilty for letting the team down if I quit, but I can't do it anymore. Should I quit? Should you quit? Yes, you should quit. You should quit. Okay, I'm going to give you, uh, here's a few reasons why, you, upon reading, the reason why you should quit. You're a senior in high school, and you've been playing volleyball for two years in high school, okay? Now, you don't love it that much. You've only been playing volleyball for two years, and it ain't no 12 year, 12 months a year. You only play it for a couple months a year, so the love's not really that good, all right? Uh, love, but this year, my coach has decided to make the season dreadful. It's, way, it's, it's all way too competitive. Okay, then, you don't like the competitive factor of playing the game no more. I just want to play and have fun. Okay, no, you're a senior. You're supposed to be trying to win. They trying to win. Yeah, okay, and they said, oh, now you said you got asthma. Come on, man. Nothing against the people that got asthma. A lot of people got it. A lot of people can function and do whatever. Obviously, you can't. You can't do that. You have to go ahead and, and like you say, take breaks, and then you got an eating disorder on top of that. Take it easy. Take it easy. Take it Listen, man, you're no good for the easy. game, or the game is no good for you. One or the other. You get it together and you quit. You get this. I hope when you hear this right now, you walk up into that coach's office, you swing open the door, and you say, Coach. And he's going to look at you and say, Yes. And you're going to say, I quit. I cannot do it. 
there's no way. And then he said that you're an MVP. That's just a guy trying to be, you know, encouraging. He don't want to tell you you stink. You the MVP. No, you're not the MVP. There's another boy on that team that's really killing it out there. So you go into that coach's office, you swing over the door, you say, coach. He'll say, yeah. You say, I quit. I'm no good. There's no possible way that I'm the MVP. You're lying to me. This is not the sport for me. I have eaten this order. I can't do it. I just want to have fun. So let me be like the scorekeeper or the water boy. And he's going to say, I can understand you coming in here like a man and telling me that like a man. Now get your loser ass out my goddamn office. This office is for winners. I don't know if they coach like that on volleyball, but damn, that'll be a compelling story. Okay, everybody, thank you for listening and tuning in. Please tune back in next week. We're going to have my family, Ron Lamont, close us out. You can follow him at on Instagram. That's R-O-N underscore L-A-M-O-N-T. Here's his song, <laughs> You Ain't Got No yeah. Money. Take us home, Ron. Take us home. Ron Lamont. Whoa. You know how I feel. <laughs> Yeah. Wake up in the morning, get my cash right. A bag of okie doke, can of cash right. Spending money from a year ago. Cause so loud the audience can't hear the show. Girl, bitches with me, they gon' say it for the folks. Got too many shots of me, I can't make it to the dope. Club pack, like a swisher, I can't make it to the flow. But with this beat, we don't finish it, but I make it to your hoe. Like a half a pound of bubble cushion. Check my pocket, see just where the rubber's been. Sitting high like a mini skirt. Chrome Fogiados, get your feelings hurt. If you ain't got no money, if you ain't got no money, she ain't fucking with you, you ain't got no money. She ain't fucking with you, you ain't got no money. $100,000 in my stash box. On me closely, that's the mascot. Jump stupid, watch your dance on it. Don't get it twisted around and put some hands on it. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Mean what I say, say what I mean like a G. Ain't no other way, just to sell the fiends, hell of peak. Talking hell of yeah, also had the green by the tree. Yeah. If it's about the money, put my name on it. Your bitch see my dick and put that thing on it. See how to diss some dominoes Pour it up like niggas do designer clothes If you ain't got no money If you ain't got no money She ain't fucking with you, you ain't got no money She ain't fucking with you, you ain't got no money Watch me flip the work just like a pancake Speakers in the truck might make the land shake I'm proper dapper like a cheese waffle Your bitch head up in my seat just like a knees drop Oh, and she going crazy Head popping like the chili peppers in the A-list She ain't stopping till she get to taste the niggas' bangs Pussy popping proper on the top of my Mercedes This shit's amazing I, I, I get it popping like a grease pot Dion told me drop the fire, get the streets out <laughs> Chef Ramsey, how I'm cooking well If you ain't got no money, 